Hey guys, welcome back to Floral Couch Conversations. I'm Emily. And I'm Alyssa. And <laughs> Jinx. Yes. Did you, what do you do for Jinx? Like, was it Jinx, you can't speak? Or Jinx, you owe me a soda? Jinx, you owe me a soda, I feel like was the most common. Okay, but also we were supposed to, we're, we say pop. Yeah, it's so. kind of funny. Was that from something that we all picked up on it? I feel Probably. like it was maybe from like a Disney movie or something. Yeah. That it became trendy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then the only the time where, well, I guess in the office where Pam Jinx Jinx's gym, he can't speak until he buys her a soda, and then like the vending machine is out, and so he like can't talk until he like actually goes to get her <laughs> a soda, and then also they do it in How I Met Your Mother where you can't speak until someone says your name oh yes yes mm-hmm. I don't, it's just so interesting that like how did we come up with this and by we i mean like the human race <laughs> yeah so good story. yes good story <laughs> how's your life it's, it's it's good you know been traveling and finally kind of excited to be at home for a little bit now do you have another trip planned or um, are you home for like indefinite? I'm going to Phoenix for sure in December. Um, there might be some trips that pop up before that, but that's the only one that's like booked. Phoenix in December. That'll be nice. Yeah. So I've never been to Arizona either. So I get to check another state off the list. So I'm excited. Will you get to do anything fun? Like be outside? Um, I don't know. I feel like I was cons- I was considering because I think I'm gonna fly in on a Sunday for an all day meeting on a Monday, so I can I haven't booked the Sunday flight, so maybe I'll go early and like do some exploring on my own, just because why not? <laughs> but yeah, I've only been to Phoenix once when I was little, but I feel like their time to be outside and do some do stuff is in the winter. Yeah, and the spring. Because, you, like, they don't go outside in the summer. Because it's, like, too hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, I mean, it'll be a nice change from, like, December in Minnesota. So, I'm I'm pretty yeah. excited. <laughs> yeah. No complaints. No. Any recommendations cool. for Phoenix? What'd you do when you were little? No. Um, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I was in, like, third okay. grade. And we just went to, like, the zoo. And that's all I can remember. Fair enough. <laughs> I was going to ask you, how many Broadway plays have you been to? Broadway plays? Yeah. Or, well, I've been to one in New York. Okay. But you've been to a bunch, like, in Minneapolis and Chicago, right? Yeah. So I guess that's considered off-Broadway. Oh. Or, or I don't know if it is. Maybe not. No, that probably is considered off-Broadway. But, like, it's different than, like, a any old play because it's like a touring broadway show yeah (laughs) um um let me see well i've seen wicked four times which is kind of ridiculous (laughs) but it's my favorite it's just amazing um the one i saw in new york was cinderella yep and um i've seen dear evan hansen and les mis and phantom of the opera and I think that's it. Okay. How was Dear Evan Hansen? I've heard such great things. I'm kind of jealous. It was really good. I lucked out. We got tickets, like a good deal on really good tickets through my work. 
and I I just love the music. It's kind of a weird story, and it's hard to explain to people, but, yeah. but it's really good. Yes, ten out of ten. <laughs> I just went to Ain't Too Proud in New York. Have you heard about this? I think I've heard of it, but I'm not. But I don't know anything about it. It's like the life of the Temptations. Are you a Temptations fan at all? Oh yeah, it was well not like yeah, but, but... I like. Sure. I was surprised, like, how many Temptation songs I actually knew. And uh-huh. just, like, the music and the dancing was phenomenal. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure it was really good. It was good. super good. I was so excited. And, like, super uplifting. Uh, Maybe not. Yes and no. I mean, a fame does not always treat everyone well, but... Oh, well, what this, the music was yes, uplifting. Yes, the music was uplifting. That's yes. what I meant. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, like, just to hear, like, songs that they said no to that became big hits, and then songs they didn't want to record but did anyway that became good big hits, like... Like, which ones did they say no to? So they sang, said no to the song War, um, that ended up being produced by Edwin Starr, and it's like the War... Was it good for absolutely nothing? You know that song? Oh, They said yeah. no to that because it was, like, too controversial, and then it became, like, a mega hit. Dang. And then they didn't want to record the song, the Papa Was a Rolling Stone song, and they mm-hmm. say, but it, likes like, like, begrudgingly recorded it, and it was a major hit. <laughs> I feel like that's more common than you think. Probably. It's just not something I think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was very cool. I, for a first on-Broadway experience. <laughs> That's awesome. I've I've always heard of people going to New York and doing, like, the last-minute ticket thing where you get, like, discount tickets to just, like, a random show that starts in, like, a half an hour. Yeah. Have you heard of yes. that? Yes. I've always wanted to do that. So my boss was looking into that, but something ended up working out because I think it's like obviously first come first serve too, and you have to go to like yeah. that ticket booth area. So like mm-hmm. logistically, I don't think it's worked out. But I feel like yeah, it's awesome because they want to fill out fill it up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also some like random websites. Our friend Yen Yen, who travels a lot, has these like websites to try to get discount tickets too. Oh, you mean a Seattle foodie on Instagram? Oh, yes, that is who I mean. <laughs> She's always got the tips. She really does. We should get her on for some more travel tips. Mm-hmm. Um, and packing tips. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's all about those packing cubes. <laughs> so after the Broadway show, we went outside, and there was, like, a crowd of people. And across the street was um, – I don't remember what the play was called, but Tom Hiddleston was performing <gasps> yeah. in it, and he was, like, Loki in the Avengers, and so he was just outside taking pictures with fiends. Like, I didn't go over there, but I took a picture of him from across the street. Oh, my like, gosh. Also recently dated Taylor Swift. Yes. Also that. <laughs> Not recently, but, like. Did date Taylor Swift at one point. Previously within the last few years. <laughs> Yeah, so that was kind of cool. I feel like that's my first, like, celebrity sighting. Really? Yeah, have you ran into celebrities just, like, when you weren't expecting? Um, 
No celebrities. I did take Jared Allen's order at Panera once. Ooh. I don't know if I've talked about that on this podcast. No, you haven't. Maybe on your other podcast. Yes, I was. I. <laughs> I mean, the podcast, okay. our our okay, podcast, sorry. Plural Couch Conversations. Um, yeah, so I worked at, I don't know if I've said this before either, but I worked at Panera for four years in high school and college, and it was like the best experience of my life. I love Panera so much. I did a project about it, like a research project, and got way too excited. But anyway. <laughs> also affectionately um, known as P-Town. <laughs> yes, we called, I call it P-Town, my sister and I. Um, it's actually funny because my sister started working there too and just absolutely hated it and quit after like a month. <laughs> but anyway, I, yeah, so Jared Allen was playing for the Vikings at the time and he came in and I was like a junior in high school. So I didn't, and I didn't really follow football. So I didn't know who he was. <laughs> and like now I do because I like pay attention a little bit more. Yeah. But and he, he was just like this very large man. And I remember thinking like, wow, his wife is so pretty. And like, they do not go together because his hair was like really long. Yep. Like, I don't think he's like ugly, but his hair was like really long <laughs> and just kind of like interesting. Like, wow, she said. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, wow, like she is gorgeous. And he like, this does not match up somehow. <laughs> Um, and so then at Panera, you used to have to ask for a name for the order. So I like took his order and then I said, okay, can I have a name for the order? And he, and he said, Jerry. Oh. And like, I thought nothing of it. Just put, put Jerry on there. And then he left and like went and sat down and my um, manager came over and was like, oh my gosh, that was Jared Allen. You just took Jared Allen's order. And I was like, who? <laughs> And then everyone was freaking out. So then, of course, I, like, hopped on the bandwagon and thought it was really cool. And, uh, yeah, that's my story. That is cool. I feel like, I don't know, it makes things exciting. (laughs) Yeah. And then, like, thinking back, like, he did kind of smile when I was like, can I have a name for the order? Like, I feel like he liked it that I, like, had no idea who he was. Because especially in Minnesota, he probably got recognized so often that it, like, was, like, probably a little bit refreshing. (laughs) Mm-hmm. also maybe he saw your manager freaking out behind you <laughs> maybe yeah everyone was kind of like what did he order <laughs> and it like made me like reprint his receipt to see do you remember his order did you save that copy of the receipt no it was like some, i mean what you took what you order up in there super like, salad soup and, yeah you pick two delish so good <laughs> did you get any panera or delicious eats after your race this morning Oh, yeah, I forgot. I ran 10 miles this morning. Just a casual 10 miles. Casual. Um, No, my typical post-race food is like a Subway sandwich because it's just quick and easy. Yeah. So that's what I had. It was good. Reliable. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I last year ran a marathon on this weekend. And this year, I the Twin Cities Marathon, and this year, I opted for the 10-mile instead of the marathon, which I think was a good decision, because I couldn't really even bring myself to train for the 10-mile. <laughs> and it was, it was good. I'm glad I did it. I think I'll do it again next year, but no marathons in my near future. And 
that's okay. It was still cool. Like I um so I've cheered you on at the marathon both times that you ran that, but I didn't like have never gone early enough to see the ten miler. There was still like quite the crowd of fans. And then there were still like because you it's a lottery to get into the ten miler, right? Yeah. There were still a ton of runners. Do you know what they cap it at? Yeah, so they they've kind of they've been raising it every few years, I think, because the ten miles gotten so popular, yeah. and that's why they they cap it. But there was thirteen thousand people running the ten miles. Holy mile. moly! And then like eight thousand some running the marathon. Which there was an article in the Star Tribune a couple of days ago about how marathon participation like around the country is declining. And they think it's because, like, millennials have so many options and they don't want to, like, put all their eggs in one basket for training for a marathon. Because because if you're going to run a marathon, that's what you have to do. Like, you have to just, like... Meaning, like, only running versus, like, doing other types of exercise? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you, like, really... Because, like, you run your long runs and you're, like, dead right. for a couple days. It's not like you can just, like, go to a cycle class or go to a yoga... I mean... This is me talking. Maybe someone else can. Right, but, but it's not. But, yeah, and it's time-consuming, and, yeah, so they're, that distance is is declining. But they said the 10-mile is, is like, more, more people than ever wanting to do it. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's very cool. I don't know. I just think, like, I'm not a runner. I've tried to be. And so I'm, I got, like, really into it for, like, a solid – two months and by running I mean like slow jogging but I like the culture of like like everyone is so positive at the races like it's it's kind of a cool environment yeah I feel like that's what sucks you in and like even today we we stayed to cheer on the marathon and I was like oh like this is so much fun I I want to do the marathon again like I just remember running and like you feel so accomplished afterwards and I don't know you get to eat a lot (laughs) and and it's yeah it's really like you get sucked into that race culture and like how fun it is on race day you get addicted I feel like that's what's like kept me going with it is that it's just so fun and it's like a good thing to keep you motivated right you're always like working towards something yeah but after these last few weeks of attempting to fake train for this <laughs> 10 mile race, that's not true. I did go on some good runs, but I just feel like my body has been saying, stop running. Yeah. Stop. So I'm going to stop for a while. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe I'll do another marathon. Yeah. I mean, wherever it takes you, you can decide later. <laughs> exactly. But very cool. So my mom called me the other day and was like, guess what your grandma did? <laughs> and I lolled, so I wanted to tell you this story, Emily. Um, okay. So my grandma has dementia, so she's in, like, a memory care unit. And so she says, like, really off-the-wall things, and you can't, like, help but to laugh because, I mean, what else can mm-hmm. you do? So apparently there's this lady in the room next to her that isn't allowed to use the phone. So she went into my grandma's room and asked if she could use the phone. My grandma was like, yeah, sure. This lady called 911 and, and oh said gosh. that they were being held hostage. No one would let them leave. What? So two cops come 
And then they asked my grandma, are you being held hostage? And she goes, yeah, they all left us and locked us in here. And I was like, what the heck? And so my mom was like, okay, yes, they locked you in here, but that's so people don't get lost. (laughs) And apparently this, like, happens all the time. Like, they're used to being called by nursing homes. But I was like, I don't know. I thought it was really funny because, like, she was innocently letting someone use her phone and... That is what happened. (laughs) I feel like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, it's sad, but that makes sense. Like, they're confused and feel like they need help. Yeah. Yeah, it is sad because the doors are locked for their own safety. And Mm -hmm. just, like, out of sight, out of mind. Like, they didn't see any nurses at that moment. So, they were, like, convinced Mm -hmm. everyone left. But. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I got a kick out of it. It made made for... uh, quite the day at the nursing home so they kept it lively okay in other news visco girl update oh my god so i was trapped when i was in like new jersey new york this week um one of my coworkers, he has a seventh grade grader and boy and he apparently came home with all sorts of scrunchies on his arm oh yes so Scrunchies are all the rage. They are. But, and he's like, it's all those Visco girls. And then was explaining to my other coworkers what oh, Visco oh my girls gosh. are. And I like lolled because we had just like learned about this ourselves and talked about it. But apparently, I guess I didn't realize that if a girl likes a boy, she gives him her scrunchies. So his son is like a player and has like five scrunchies that he's coming home with because girls like him. Okay, that's so funny because... So I listened to Off of the Vine with Caitlin Bristow. Yeah. Who um who she was on The Bachelorette like a few years ago and now she has a podcast. And she has her own scrunchie line. And um she did like a contest with her podcast where if you made a song or like a rap about her scrunchies or about scr- she calls it the scrunchie gang, then like the person who won that contest of who had the best song would get to come on the podcast so the girl who won was this like girl who was living in Nashville and she actually worked for CMT so she had like as a producer so she like made a rap about scrunchies (laughs) and they thought it was the best so she won she got to come on the podcast and then they decided to do her name was Blair so they decided to do this thing called the Blairette where they like made a basically a bachelorette mini bachelorette through instagram tv okay and um they had her go on like a bunch of different dates with just like people that submitted like podcast listeners like people submitted their friends oh my gosh for her to go on dates with and this happened like a year ago okay and um the guy so like the one guy his sister listened to the podcast um submit him to go on and he lived in like Pennsylvania or something and he traveled to Nashville to go on a date with her they started dating like she chose him as the winner of the Blairette as they called it and now a year later they're engaged but the whole point of it was that like instead of a rose they had her give them scrunchies (laughs) yeah so cute but and it's like that's just so crazy because they just decided like she won this contest and then got to go on this podcast. And then from there, she, like, became friends with Caitlin. And then they decided to do this Blairette thing. 
and now she's engaged because of it. The world, I feel like fate works in the weirdest ways. Like, mm-hmm. that is such a cool story, though. Like, what a meet cute. <laughs> yeah. She was saying that, like, whenever people ask how they meet, she, she decides if she should just say, oh, his sister set us up, or if she tells the whole story. Oh, <laughs> uh, how much time do you have? <laughs> yeah. Funny. She was so, kind of craziness. an original Visco girl then. Yeah. So, I don't... The scrunchies, I guess. It's, I feel like scrunchies was an 80s thing. Um, like, my my mom always used to have scrunchies, and I thought it was weird. Like, like I was like, Mom, get some normal ponytail holders. Yeah. But maybe she just liked them. I feel like I had scrunchies, like, in the 90s. But, yeah, then it, there was, like, a point where I, like, despised them. And yeah. now, yeah, they're coming back, but it's more, like, to wear around your wrist, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like she just, I remember thinking that, I don't know, she just liked them in her hair. Yeah. I mean, they probably don't, like, leave a kink or anything. Yeah. That's, well, that's the thing, is they don't. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. I did not know that they were giving them away as you like. I get annoyed of them around my wrist. Because they're so, like, bulky. Yeah. But, yeah, well, I'm trying to think of another example of what girls used to give so was that a thing like there were so many stigmas do you remember of those like like this not the silly bands like with the shapes but the same like material i love those that were just like plain circles and like certain colors meant different things did you ever have those like silly bands but not shapes yeah they weren't they were just like the circle like bracelets yeah, like like bangles, but like plasticky. Yeah, and like those, I feel like people gave to boys, and then there was like a whole stigma that if you broke one, it means you guys have slept together or something. Okay, that's <laughs> I haven't heard. I of mean, that, but... I feel like it was like a rumor going around. I don't know. Like, I was in like seventh grade. I like barely knew that boys existed at that point. So, were you? Did you have silly bands? Um. Not really. I remember it was like freshman year of college around that time is when they were really big. And I remember like a group of my friends and I went to Walmart to, because that's where they had the best <laughs> shapes. And I had a wiener dog one that I kept and I had it for like almost like five years before it broke and I wore it every single Aww. day. And then I had a little, another Pegasus one. Ugh. Just uh, how trends come back around, man. I would still wear silly bands if they were around. Yeah, but not a scrunchie. Well, sometimes I wear scrunchies. Like, I have a couple. But it's just easier to, I don't know, have, have not a scrunchie right. around your wrist. Well, if anyone out there does wear scrunchies, my friend Haley, who has been on the podcast before... Just created Zoom Creations, Z-U-M-E, and it stands for Zuzu and Meyer, who are her two kids, and she actually makes scrunchies, and they're really cute, and I actually, I don't, as I mentioned, I'm not a scrunchie wearer, but I wear headbands, so mine is currently in the mail, as well as a key fob. Um, They're like a plaid pattern that she let me pick out, and she made them for me, and I'm really excited. And she takes custom orders, so you should probably check her out. She 
like I had no idea all the cool stuff that she makes and she's so good at taking photos of it like she's like a social media natural I know like she's like creating ads for stuff and it's like dude that's legit I know and she was so nervous I'm like like literally I think you just found your calling (laughs) like yeah yeah but no she's rocking it yes agreed but Visco girls out there, get your scrunchies. <laughs> <laughs> so I was talking to one of our friends, mutual friends, Emily, recently. And I like they were catching me up on their dating life. And then they asked me about mine. And I was like, well, I've been like kind of hinging, but I'm kind of annoyed because every time like I match with someone, they immediately like the second thing they will say is like, let's meet up. Which mm-hmm. part of me is like, I feel like there's a fine line between like wanting to not just like make small talk forever and then like meet just like you have to meet face to face to see if there's anything there. But also, yeah. like, I want a little bit of small talk so it's not completely awkward when we meet up. And it's yeah. been like just like so abrupt, I feel like that's like the second thing they say. And she was like, well, it's because it's cuffing season. Oh. And everyone's looking for someone to basically date for the winter because it's getting cold and whatever. And I was like, interesting theory. What are your thoughts on this? So I've heard this a lot. I feel like this is something that just like comes up and people talk about it when it starts like getting fall time. I don't really know if it's true. Like I'd have to look at some data, run some numbers, you know. (laughs) Do some do um, some complicated Excel formulas. Yeah, <laughs> you know, can you crunch those numbers again? Um, but I I guess it makes sense. But I also don't think it's like an excuse. Like I don't think that's why they're doing that. Yeah, I'm maybe, but so I I like that. I think like you should just like meet up but I also agree with you that there needs to be like a little bit of chatting like maybe go back and forth for like five ten messages and then and then be like okay let's meet up right not just like hi let's meet up yeah like yeah I don't know I just thought it was interesting because I hadn't thought about like that and I feel like yeah cuffing season is something people always talk about but I feel like if it does happen, it's, like, subconscious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's, like, oh, weather's getting cold. Right. Gotta find someone. <laughs> and then, oh, it's warming up. You gotta go. Peace. Peace out, homie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think it's nice when someone explains. Like, they're, like, hey, I'm not really a texter, so let's just, like, plan to meet up. Like, someone did that to me once, or the guy who was, like, we chatted back and forth for a while and then we like set up a date and then he was like, sorry, I'm like not really a texter. And I feel like it kind of makes things awkward if we like keep chatting for a week until we actually meet up. So let's just, I'll just see you on Friday. And I was like, okay, I respect that. Yeah, I totally respect that. That, I don't know. It's just such a weird, dating after such a weird dynamic, man. <laughs> but yeah. Such is life. So, any good hinge matches? Do you want to meet up with any of these people who want to meet up with you immediately? No, I don't know. I just feel like 
maybe I'm like too picky, but that just makes me like not want to because I have nothing like no rapport with them. We don't even have like an I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Not yeah, ruling it out, that. but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Should we um do some quizzes? Yeah. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go? Okay, so I have a quiz for you. Okay. Alyssa. And we all know you're a big 21 Pilots fan. Yes, I was wearing my 21 Pilots sweatshirt earlier today. <laughs> Is it the the camel one? No. The floral floral camel? <laughs> no, it's a red one. Oh. Okay. So I have a quiz that is, can you guess or recognize the 21 Pilots song from a single lyric? Ooh. So we're going to, it's, it's the ultimate test. How big of a fan are you? I have to get the name right? Yeah. Okay. I will try. So, but it's multiple choice. Oh, perfect. Well, maybe. We'll see. I'm very bad at song names. (laughs) All right. Number one. There's only 11. Okay. (laughs) On the eve of a day that is bigger than us, but we open our eyes because we're told that we must. I have no idea. Okay. Is it guns for hands, screen, ode to sleep, or neon gravestones? I'm going to go with ode to sleep. <laughs> Correct. Ooh! It's hard to opening okay. your eyes, so I feel like I had to. Yeah, that's what I would have <laughs> guessed. <laughs> okay. I forgot about the drought. Of light bulbs in this house. This guy, he's wearing like a ski mask. Yeah. So is that what he does? Um. Yeah. Depending on the album. So he used to do black paint either on his neck or was it his neck and his hands? I think. I don't know. He. I feel like they have a lot of lyrics in their songs, and it's a lot of like deep subject matter like for the longest time he would wear those because like his insecurity like he would block out what he considered his insecurities which is his face yeah or just like his voice there's like a whole subculture to 21 pilots you could spend like years of your life on reddit trying to dissect like meaning behind their songs and the symbols of in their albums and videos like sounds like taylor swift (laughs) it's i feel like it's very similar cultish like following Mm -hmm. okay sure i'll read this again (laughs) i forgot about the drought of light bulbs in this house is it the judge polarized message man or doubt do you recognize these names yes i recognize the songs but i don't like there's so many lyrics that that's just like yeah light bulbs light bulbs what were my options again the judge polarized message man or doubt I feel like it's the – I want to say it's the first or the last one I want to say. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's say the judge. Okay. Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay. Get behind me. I bet this nepotistic mindset will help us get ours as we're growing. Okay. We don't believe what's on TV. Pet cheetah. <laughs> Cut my lip or more. Ooh, so Pet Cheetah and Morph are on their newest album, and I have not listened to that one as much. Um, but the nepotism, I feel like it's maybe we don't believe what's on TV. No, nope. uh. Pet Cheetah. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, okay, let's just do five of these. Okay. They will play a game and say they know what you're going through. Is it trees, taxi cab, kitchen sink, or forest? Ooh. The last three are also from their new album that I don't know that well. <laughs> Maybe. I know. Knowledge. Um, can you say it one more time? They will play a game and say they know what you're going through. Let's go with taxi cab. Nope. Kitchen sink. <laughs> oh, I don't like his ski mask. It's so scary. <laughs> okay. I felt I was invincible. You wrapped around my head. Now different lives I lead. My body lives on lead. Is it cut my lip? Heavy, dirty soul. Jumpsuit or chlorine? I feel like it's chlorine. Correct. Okay, good job. You got um, four out of five, I okay. think. Okay. Three. Yeah. I feel like I could, like, do you ever... Get later songs or earlier songs? Yeah, Chlorine's from their new album, too, but I feel like I, like, unless I hear it from the start, like, I can't... Mm-hmm. I can sing along if it starts in the beginning, but, like, in the middle, yeah. Lyrics are hard, man, but sipping on straight Chlorine, am I right? Sure. <laughs> That's how that song goes. Definitely. Um, ooh, this. That's what I'm doing. Okay, 21 Pilots, the story behind the masks. Do you want to know why they wear masks? Yes. Okay. Let me scroll. Oh, it's a video. Hold on. Let me find a different website. It says to fully connect with their audience. <laughs> Interesting. You can't be all things to everyone. I'm not trying to be. I'm trying to be myself. I don't know. They're just unique. I haven't, like, dived deep into their uh click they call their Mm -hmm. fans but anyway if you're ever bored dive into that reddit thread man (laughs) okay i'll think about it okay i'm sure you'll get right on it as a (laughs) non-21 pilots fan (laughs) okay so in honor of mean girls day which was this last week i have a mean girls quiz for you like about the movie yeah it was October 3rd. <laughs> I feel like you're... Okay, so I got, like... I, I can't remember how many questions. Five of them, maybe? Or no. I did not get very many of them right. I could not remember the movie very well. But the title, like, of the article is... If you've seen Mean Girls over five times, you'll probably pass this quiz. I've seen it way Oof. more than five, and I did not pass. So... We'll, okay, I'm excited. We'll see Let's you, see how yes. I do. Okay. Who said, oh my god, Danny DeVito, I love your work? Damien or Janice? Damien. Correct. I'm sorry I laughed at you that time you got diarrhea at blank. Taco Bell, Claire's, Barnes & Noble, Bath & Body Works. Ooh. Is it Bath & Body Works? It is Barnes & Noble. Oh. Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) Who said on Wednesdays we wear pink? Regina, Gretchen, or Karen? Karen. Correct. Fill in the blank. Is blank a carb? Butter. Dude, I definitely got that wrong. I didn't even have to give you the four choices. (laughs) Is butter a carb? (laughs) Who said, it's not my fault you're, like, in love with me or something? Gretchen, Regina, Karen, or Katie? Ooh. 
Is it Katie? It is. Yes. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but I got yes, it. Yes, you did. Um, fill in the blank. Made out with a blank. Oh, my God. That was one Hot time. dog. <laughs> I didn't even have to give you the four clues. She made out with a hot dog. <laughs> oh, my God. It was one time. <laughs> Who did Aaron Samuel say your face smells like peppermint to? Kate. Regina. Okay. Correct. Who? Because Katie gives her the foot cream <laughs> to put on her face. I feel like I need to go back and watch this movie again. I watched it like a trillion times in college, and I don't know if I've watched it since. Okay, fill in the blank. You could try blank. Macy's, Ross, Sears, or Target? Sears. Correct. I feel like Mean Girls was like a cult thing for our basketball team in high school. Like, whenever we had like a, we had like a sleepover or like a team bonding activity, that was our go-to movie, and then we would just quote it nonstop. So, so. did it come out when we were in high school? Because for some reason, I was thinking it was like a freshman year of college thing. Or maybe... No, it came out when we were in, like, middle school. Really? Yeah, because I remember watching it and being like, wow, I think I'm too young to be watching this. <laughs> I feel like I didn't become obsessed with it until college, so... Yeah, maybe it's definitely... I think, like... Well, actually, let me look it up. Yeah, I think it's, like, in early 2000s. Which yeah. makes sense, but, man. Yeah, 2004. Oh, my gosh. So, we were not even in middle school. <laughs> I feel like I had to have watched it at that point. But maybe we just watched it over and over again in college also. I don't know. Maybe. I don't okay, know. two more questions. Who said, raise your hand if you've ever been personally victimized by Regina George? Is it? Um, oh, do you already know? Well, it's Tina Fey. Ms. Norberry? Yeah. Correct. And finally, who said, you can't sit with us? Regina, Gretchen, or Karen? Gretchen. Correct. You got 9 out of 10. You're a true plastic. Congrats oh on gosh. being a Mean Girls super fan. You may now proceed and celebrate October 3rd. <laughs> I'm so proud. <laughs> oh, you scored better than 83% of quiz takers on this quiz. So, Dang. Beating that average, man. <laughs> That's what I strive for. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed our kind of rambly episode, but, but we had fun chatting. Yeah, we got all caught up. And... Don't forget, our October Book Club book is Small Sacrifices by Anne Rule. We'll link that in the show notes in, in case you want to pick it up. It's only $8 on Amazon, which is pretty cheap. Like a steal, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I started reading it today, so we'll see how it goes. I It took me a little bit to get into, but I'm like 100 pages in now, and I just like want to know what happens. Like, I know what happens, but also I'm, like, hooked now. (laughs) Yeah. Truce is a true story, too, which is creepy, but... Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I'm reading something lighthearted in between. (laughs) Me, too. I have one ready. Yes. But thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Floral Couch Conversations. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook, Floral Couch Conversations. If you have any questions or need advice about anything, you can send us an email, floralcouchconversations at gmail.com. And if you like what you're hearing, give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. 
we love to hear what you guys have to say. So thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.